Number four from November of 2011, The Sticky Trap. In the never-ending battle between us and God's creatures, a new challenge arose this summer. Deborah and I discovered that we had mice in the house. They had crawled behind the dishwasher and climbed up into the kitchen drawers and ate some of our bread. Deborah found this more than disgusting and entreated me to wage war on these little varmints. I began the battle with conventional rodent warfare, using regular mouse traps baited with peanut butter. I had some success that way, but wanted to put a trap in front of the dishwasher to stop the passage to the drawers. However, since we often put our feet there while using the kitchen counter, I decided to avoid getting my toes snapped and used one of the new sticky traps. They are four-inch square plastic trays that are filled with a powerful adhesive. When the mouse steps on the tray, he gets stuck on the adhesive and cannot get loose and then can be thrown out in the trash. I came home one day and the plastic tray was gone from in front of the dishwasher. Since I was the only one home, I couldn't figure out what had happened to the sticky trap. Then I heard a scratching from the back door area and opened it to see a mouse with his entire tail stuck in the adhesive. He was dragging the trap along behind him and fell down the stairs into the basement. I had to go after him and whack him in the head to stop this folly. I think that was the last mouse, at least for the time being. During this same time period in my work at the hospital, I had been listening to a number of people in group therapy at the psychiatric unit ranting and raving about how other people had done them wrong and how angry they were at various people, the law, their families, the nurses, and many others. They reminded me of that little mouse. These folks were still dragging around resentments and hurts that happened long, long ago. They could not seem to let go of the hurt and the anger. They were as stuck to these feelings as that mouse in my kitchen was stuck to the sticky trap. When I suggested that they let go of these resentments and forgive the people who had hurt them, it was met with hostility and rejection. But it's not fair, they said. And of course, they were right. It's not fair. Forgiveness is never fair. If we wait until somebody deserves forgiveness, it's not forgiveness. It's justice. They are getting what they deserve. Forgiveness may not be fair, but it does at least two important things. One, it stops the cycle of anger and violence. And two, it frees the person who does the forgiving from letting the offending person live rent-free in their head. There is a selfish component to forgiving another person. We no longer have to drag them around inside our heads and in our hearts. Forgiveness of another person is a gift that we offer to ourselves to be free from that other person and from what they did that hurt us. There is also a godly component to forgiveness. We forgive because God first forgave us. How can we look at all the sins that our Lord has forgiven us and then not do the same towards other people who have sinned against us? When we say in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses, we can't stop there. We have to say the next part, as we forgive those who trespass against us. So although it might seem nice to have something to hold over another person's head for a while, it would negate God's forgiveness of us. It might seem good to hold on to resentments to give us an excuse for being who we are, but it will not wash. Savoring and relishing anger is kind of like wetting your pants. It's a warm feeling for a while, but it gets cold and nasty after a little bit. My little mouse could not get free from his sticky trap, but we can get free from ours by being forgiven and by forgiving others.